Welcome to KnowledgeCast, a look into the world of knowledge management, information management, data management, and everything in between, brought to you by Enterprise Knowledge. I'm Zach Wall, founder and CEO of Enterprise Knowledge. Today, we're continuing our Ask Me Anything series with Joe Hilger, EK's COO and co-founder. And today's question is a doozy. How do I get started fixing my content. I think this is one we get almost more than anything else. So many organizations jump to trying to buy the shiny new tool when the reality is that none of that's going to matter if you don't focus on the blocking and tackling associated with your content. So Joe, welcome and take it away. How do I get started fixing my content? You know, Zach, this is a great question. And Before we get started on how we get started on fixing our content, let's talk about why we're fixing it. And this is really the first question I ask customers. Is this an intranet where you have old or outdated content you need to get rid of? Is this a situation, and we have some big research organizations, where they have what they call dark content, i.e. they've got content in a lot of different places, much of which should not be publicly available and is. So I guess the first question is, what are you trying to do and why are you getting rid of this content? And once you've figured that out, then there's a couple different paths. Let's talk about the classic internet. So I've got an internet and I've got a lot of content. And what I know is I'm about to upgrade my internet. I'm going to give it a refresh. And while I'm refreshing it, I ought to fix my content. Fixing it typically means let's get rid of the old stuff. Let's write some of the new stuff better. And let's also get something that's more aligned with what people care about today. So finding the old stuff. The easiest way I know to do that on a company internet is hopefully you've got reports that show you which content people have looked at and which content they haven't. Get a list printed out of everything you haven't looked at in the last six months. Chances are there's a reason they're not looking at it. It's probably old. Take a look at it, quick review. That's a whole large set of content that you can just get rid of right away. After that, now you're looking at content that is maybe widely used, but not as accurate. The way I like to go after this is I look at it by topic. So if you've done a smart thing and you've got taxonomy and metadata on your content, what that means is you can now say these are the topics for pieces of content. And show me all of the content talking about leave and time off. Now, as you get to look at that together, what you'll likely find is two or three pieces of content are current and some are older, but because they're together, you know that. And so you can start to pare it down by that. So I like to look at it from a topical standpoint, Mm -hmm. go topic by topic and say, one, do I have content for this topic? And two, if I do, is it all current? Is it duplicative? And what do I do to cull that down to something that's meaningful? You know, we talk a a lot about agile and it strikes me that that approach is one that fits very well for an agile approach. Highly iterative. You don't have to fix all your content at once. You can can really do it on a topic by topic or chunk by chunk basis, right? That's a great point because if you say, let's do them all, people are going to be overwhelmed. This idea of doing it topic by topic is an opportunity for people to take two or three at a time, particularly if they're topics that are closely related and work on them. The other area you can do, and I've seen this depending on how delegated your content administration is, producing reports of what content's out there with as much information as possible and sending it to the content owner organizations, right? So 
Often corporate communications has a lot of content. HR has content. Send it to them and say, here's your opportunity to fix what you have. Find what's out there. Tell us what to get rid of and bring it back. While I like that idea, the one problem with it is if you haven't taken the other two approaches, you can get business units that really don't put the focus and attention on it that they should. And the result is you get someone to go back, ah, it's all fine, or most of it's fine. So by doing the, the other two pieces first, that last pass catches the stuff that really only the experts would know and allows them to catch their content. And also, and this is important, identify new content they wish they had. So the content cleanup can actually be a great opportunity to identify the gaps you actually have in your repositories and fill them at the same time. Going back to what you you just said, I, I think that there's an important statistic to share with everybody here. What we tend to find is that only one in five documents in any standard repository should actually be kept. That four out of five are either old or outdated or just plain wrong, maybe duplicate or near duplicate. And so... Joe, I think what you're saying is use your analytics first and clear out to the best of your ability those four out of five documents, then then focus on the fifth, the one that should stay. Is that right? Absolutely. I think that's spot on. And it is, isn't it scary? Four out of five documents are old. So you talk about getting rid of the old stuff and you talk about getting rid of the the wrong or outdated stuff. I think one of the other areas that comes up a lot is is that which is inconsistent. So formatting, they either look old or they're formatted as and structured in a way that isn't current. What do you do about the stuff that's inconsistent in how it's written, how it's built, how it's voiced? That's interesting. As you talk about inconsistent, there's two aspects to that. One is inconsistent from a presentation and formatting standpoint. And I would argue that in those cases, what you really ought to be doing is creating content types that actually allow you to generate, you know, this is that headless content management approach, allow you to generate the presentation of content or render it in different ways Mm. so that, yeah, it's old today, but when we change the way we render it, we update all content to look the same. So where possible, move your content to a much more headless type content structure so that you're not defining presentation with content, separate presentation and content. Having said that, there's the other half of this equation, which is that content that's written in an old way, maybe using some of the old terminology that maybe this is what our company used to say. Now we, now we have a different way to say that. One great way to spot that is search identify those clues that will help find it and go search for. I'm getting a chicken and the egg sense here, Joe. (laughs) Yeah. Search and taxonomy really helps not just find content, but manage content. And actually a lot of people forget that. They just think, oh, I just need my search facets and my taxonomy. When you don't take advantage of these tools for managing your content, it's actually, I think, one of the reasons a lot of organizations have four out of five pieces of content are bad. It's because they haven't had governance or managed it ongoing as it's gotten large. And that's because they're not using the tools they have. So you're starting a new knowledge cast chapter, if you will, about knowledge management systems technology. So I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you, how can technology help? Yeah, well, we talked about tagging content. If your content isn't already tagged, Uh, There are many tools that will actually auto-tag your content based on what's there. So you can start to cluster your content under certain topics, et cetera, to understand what's there. If you don't even have a taxonomy, 
they will actually generate a taxonomy. So that's one path. The second thing, and, and we've done this, I can't tell you how many times we've implemented basic search and said, you have full keyword search, go search. And people go, oh my God, I can't believe that's there. So go start to put your search in. You don't have to wait till your content's clean to start implementing search. You should clean your content before you launch search. But certainly the search engine is helpful if you start right away to help find stuff. And then lastly, there's a lot more tools. And many of these are used to find things like PII and HIPAA information. But these tools can also be used to find consistent patterns of information. That's what they, they do. So you can start to define with some of these tools patterns that clue you into content that maybe should be revisited. So how do I get started fixing my content? It sounds like we've got number one, use analytics to identify the low-hanging fruit, the stuff you can clean out of the way. Number two, think incrementally, come up with a plan that allows you to chunk based on topic, based on repository in order to show value and do it in a way that doesn't feel too big and too scary. Number three, use what you've already got, taxonomy, search, governance in order to speed the process. And then number four, pull in some of the, the cutting edge semantic tech when you need it. Did I get all that right? You did, and you said it much more succinctly than I did. So That's what I'm here for, Joe. All right. <laughs> well <done>. So, <laughs> folks, that's it for now. Once again, a reminder, please, to post a comment or be in touch if there's a question you'd like us to discuss as part of this AMA series. Thanks for listening to this episode of KnowledgeCast. Joe, thanks, as always. And to check out more information on KM, visit our website at enterprise-knowledge.com. Thanks, everybody.